Welcome to the Wednesday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You. Today, this is Agony Aunt Day. I am here to answer any questions that you want me to answer, anything related to sex, love, dating, relationships, that is my bag. You can send any questions that you have to my additional Instagram, which is at asklalala. Let me explain. Hey Lala, I went out on Friday evening with a friend of mine and we ended up chatting to a group of guys and exchanging numbers with one of them. We've been messaging since, but I haven't yet told him that I have a 19-month-old son and I'm now overthinking how to tell him and what his reaction might be. Am I a horrible person for withholding this information? And have you got any advice on how to best approach this conversation? I don't think you're a horrible person at all for withholding this information, but I think what would be interesting for you to explore is why. What is it about the fact that you've got a child that you think is something that is not worth telling a man about in the beginning stages because you think it's going to put him off? And actually, as all of us single mothers know, dating does become infinitely harder when you have a child and it does put some people off and that's okay. That is the thing to remember is that actually before I became a mum, I didn't want to date dads. I dated dads before and I found it really difficult. Now I would much prefer to date dads. So yes, becoming a single parent does cut out a significant number of your options, but then it will increase certain options like the dads out there who also just want to date mums because they've got a lot of common ground. So I get actually for you how it can feel like, oh, I'd rather not tell him because then now I might be saying something that might make him instantly run, which is why I think it's quite good to drop it in pretty early. I always say to people, don't advertise it on dating apps. Don't have it as like, I'm out here as a single mum. But if you're meeting someone like you did out and about, then it's absolutely fine to say it straight away. The reason why it's not good to have it on your front page of your dating apps is just to cut out the possibility of any of those predatory paedophiles who are on dating apps looking specifically for single mums. If there's nothing on your front page that indicates you're a single mum, then you might well just cut out some of those horrible predator types. But you should still be letting people know, just drop it within the conversation, that that you do have a child. I think it's a really important factor and part of your life even if your child is going to be completely separate and you never intend for them to meet anyone unless you fall in love with that person it's still a huge significant part of your life and definitely something that doesn't need to be kept hidden and shouldn't be kept hidden so I think you need to think about why you didn't say it and what is behind that but it's nothing to do with you being a horrible person probably more to do with your fear of rejection I think at this point, I mean, I don't know how many messages you've exchanged and I don't know if it's too late to just drop it into the conversation because sometimes what I do if I have been on dating apps and I haven't put it on my front page, when we've had a few message exchanges, they might say, what are you doing this weekend? And that's when I can drop it in. I'll just say, I've got my son this weekend or my son's at his dad's this weekend and that's how I drop it in. But that would be a bit odd 
to drop it in in that way if you've already exchanged quite a lot of messages. So maybe if you've exchanged so many that it wouldn't be easy to just insert it I think you have to own it. so And that is why I think it's important to explore why you felt you didn't want to own it in the first place. So have that exploration and then come to that conversation with, I'm a mum and that's it and that ain't going to change. And I'm sorry that I didn't tell you that before. Maybe you could even frame it as like that safety thing. Like, you know, I don't always think it's the best option to tell people straight away that you've got a young child. Um, but now that I know you and we've been talking a little bit more you know, I'm, I'm I'm ready to tell you. And then you can make it really clear. Like he goes to his dad's every however long or my mum has him once a week. So, you know, I do have time to, to be able to hang out or, or maybe if you don't have plenty of time, you can also say that's the reason why it's a bit of a juggle for me to meet up with you again next weekend. But just don't be embarrassed about it. If he rejects you as a result of you having a child, what the fuck can you do? He was never meant to be for you in the first place. And anyone who rejects you for having a child was never ever going to be good for you just never so own it and uh and if he doesn't like it he can fuck off on to the next question which says dear lala i really need your advice i've started to really fancy a guy in my work but he only tends to work out of my office for a few mornings a week anyway he kind of knows i'm interested as my colleague told him He then replied to my colleague by saying he's married to his job. Mm, Typical excuse. But I bit the bullet last night and I texted him. I only have his work number and I just said if he fancies a drink sometime, let me know. And if not, not to worry as there won't be any awkwardness between us. Was I really soft to send in this? I'm 40 and I'm trying to put myself out there as I'm ready to meet someone. I don't mind being the one to ask because I'm not shy. But is it still better to wait for the guy to ask us? That's a good question, you know, and I think people will have very differing opinions on this. I think most people, men, women, everyone included, will be like, if you want to shoot your shot, gender is totally irrelevant and you should go for it. Men, I think, really like women shooting their shot and approaching them. I think men often have that added pressure on them that they have to be the one that approaches all the time, that they have to be the one that goes up to somebody in a bar if they're interested or they're the one that have to make the first move on a dating app or whatever. And I think a lot of them really appreciate being approached by women. It shows confidence. It shows high self-esteem. So actually, I don't think there is anything wrong with women approaching men at all. However, I think in this situation... The fact is that he knows that you fancy him. Your colleague has already said to him, she's interested in you. And when she asked how he felt, he said he was married to his job. He didn't say, oh, I'm interested too. Give her my number. Yeah, I'm totally single. He said, I'm married to the job, which is not necessarily a very positive open door that indicates that he's on it too. So I think in this situation, with that reply, I probably wouldn't have then texted him, especially not on his work phone, because he hasn't given big green lights to say, yeah, I'm up for this. And I think especially when it comes to colleagues, you have to be really careful because everybody has the right to go to work in peace and not be 
approached or asked for dinner or, or whatever. And, and that can actually create a really awkward situation if you've got colleagues who are trying to lead you down romantic routes when you really don't want that. So, so texting people on their work phone or emailing them and the work email can be a really bad idea unless you've got massive fucking green light and a massive green light for that would have been him saying to your colleague yeah I really fancy her too that would have been your permission to text him I don't think he gave you a big enough opening there to text him so I kind of think you probably shouldn't have and in that situation you should have just let the fact that he knows that you fancy him marinate and then he could have approached because you kind of made that first move with the colleague passing on that information so I would have said that it would have probably been best to now wait the information's out there let's see if he fancies you and I did actually ask her for an update after she sent this because uh, it's been a couple of days and I asked had he replied to that message and no he hadn't replied to that message so I really think that that is your answer do not message him again. No message in this situation is very clearly a message. Leave it alone. Feel good about yourself that you did shoot your shot. His rejection doesn't mean anything. It is nothing for you to start thinking, am I hot enough? Am I good enough? Am I X, Y, Z? We're not everybody's type and it's as simple as that. And somebody not being interested in you is no reflection of you. So I think with this one, keep your head held high and move it on. Hi guys, it's me and I'm here to tell you about another Sony Music Entertainment podcast. Now I know you all like to have a deeper look and get under the skin of a subject, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me deconstructing hot topics and getting into the nitty gritty with all your dating dilemmas. So I think you're going to love getting curious with the fabulous Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Every week they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, the third and final question for this week says... Hi Lala, I met a cute guy at a club on my birthday. We danced, took a bunch of shots, and then we fucked. He was respectful, charming, and kind as hell. He even told me that he wished he met me under different circumstances because I was exactly his type. The whole night, he kept telling me that no matter how much I drank, I shouldn't forget about the time that I was spending with him. On top of that, he invited me to come and visit where he lives, which is one hour by train from where I live, but we're both from the same region. I just turned 26, but I look quite young. And he thought that we were the same age. He's 22. I asked him how he felt about the age gap and he said that he likes mature women. Anyway, now I can't stop thinking about him. The kiss, the shag, all of it. I asked him if he would like to go out with me sometime in the next month. However, his reply was that he was going to attend a summer rugby camp at his uni and he'd be gone for three weeks and then he'd have to check his schedule. I'm quite into him and he seemed into me a lot but he hasn't said a thing since he said he was going to check his schedule and it's been three days. I'm so paranoid because every time a man has told me that they're going to get back to me, they never do. But I really like this guy and I really want to see him again. Okay, well, I can imagine how this can happen. You're in your 20s, 
you're in a club, you're carried away by the music, the energy, the alcohol, the sexual chemistry, the kissing, the fanny flutters, it's exciting. And I can see how that can lead to a night of wild passion with a man in a hotel. But I can also see how the likelihood is that's going to be a one night stand. Now, I, you know, one of the things I hate about having an Instagram page with so many different uh, followers is that actually it's really difficult to speak in generalizations. And the generalization is don't go to nightclubs looking for your husband. It's very unlikely that a man is going to fuck a woman after a nightclub and consider her potential for the love of his life. And I know that there will be people listening to this going, but I met my husband in a rave. I gave my husband a blowjob on the dance floor on the first time I met him and we've been together for 25 years. Cool. Good for you. It definitely happens. But it is a rarity. I think one of the things that you need to think about is how much meaning and significance you're attaching to little things. So, I mean, the reality is he's 22. He doesn't live close to you. You don't really know him at all. And now he's told you that he's busy for three whole weeks and then not replied after claiming to go off and check his schedule. These are not the signs of a keen man. And these are not the qualities of somebody that you can even say, I really like him. You like what you knew of him for a however long period, eight hour, 12 hour period. You actually do not know this person. And you sound like you've gone a little bit limerent. And you know what? You are lucky because on Monday, I'm doing a whole deep dive into limerence where I'm going to really explain what it is and what you're supposed to do about it. But it sounds like you've gone a little bit limerent. Limerence is where you get quite infatuated with people, usually because they have become a bit unavailable. And the reason why I think you've gone limerent is because of that thing where you're reading meaning, you know, into the small actions, like you're saying he was so kind, he was charming as hell. You know, all of those things are how people are supposed to treat other people. You're saying the things about the fact that the words that he said about if you'd met in different circumstances, then you'd be exactly his type. You know, you're hearing two different things there. You're reading from that. I'm exactly his type. When actually what he's saying to you is this ain't happening, but it might have done under different circumstances. The stuff that he said about not forgetting him, again, you're reading a lot into that, into meaning like that there was some big deeper connection when actually this is just two drunk people, him probably being like, don't ever forget me, babe, you know? And I think that it would really help you to tell yourself that you don't actually really like him, him as a person. You actually don't know him and you are clinging on to this crush based on a fantasy, not based on actually having got to really know someone and being like, yeah, this person is really my intellectual match. We're morally aligned. We get on extremely well. We're on the same page. We can talk for hours. So yeah, you are you are based on a fantasy. And I think that your limerence is probably being made stronger by the uncertainty. And it sounds like this is a pattern for you. You speak about the other men who previously have said, oh, I'm going to get back to you. And then they haven't. I'd be really curious to know, is this always happening after sex? Are you dating people, sleeping with them, and then you're getting this same vagueness, the pulling back, and then that's driving you crazy because of the limerence and how that all begins after the uncertainty? 
So I think you need to think about what your pattern is and what it is that you are putting out there and and how you're interacting with men. And I hate this conversation again because there is just so much tied up in sex for women and and there is so much around like well why should I wait if I it's a bit like the conversation that I had with Aaron if you listen to my Friday episode where there is this whole kind of notion from men that like you know if I have sex with a woman then the challenge is gone the chase is gone there's nothing left for me to pursue and even though we're very much like we don't want those men we don't want men who judge women based on sex we don't want men who lose interest after they've slept with us we still need to protect ourselves because it still hurts if you go into that situation like well I'm sex positive I don't give a fuck whether he is and then you're still not being contacted after when you really want contact from them, then you're putting yourself into situations that ultimately end up hurting you. So I do think you need to look at that. You need to look at breaking that pattern and you need to look at yourself as a limerent person and see how you can address that. But you're going to have to wait till Monday to find out exactly how. So what I would say is now leave it. You have put it out there. You've suggested to him that you're free for a month. You are waiting for him to come back with the schedule don't double text, leave it alone and see if he comes to you. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. If he's no longer interested, it's fine. Do not take that as a negative reflection on you. He doesn't know you. So I think if you are looking for love and relationships, you do need to take a different approach. Go and have fun. Do what the fuck you want in nightclubs. Go back to hotels with men. Do that shit if you can handle it. But don't have great expectations that that's the way you're going to find the love of your life. Pull things back. Date more slowly. Get to know people. And that's the much more likely route to finding love and happiness and a matched liking of each other. And I would really like an update from you. I really enjoy getting updates from people. So can you get back to us and let us know if he actually eventually replies to your request to see him? After that three weeks of bloody rugby camp or whatever it is, let us know. Give us an update. Let us know how things go. So there we go. Those are the three questions for this week. And I hope they've helped. And I also want to know what you think. I think one of the most powerful things about my Instagram is not just the advice that I give. It's the fact that it comes from the community, that we hear other people's advice and what they've been through and how their experiences relate. So make sure you look at my Instagram at la la la. Let me explain where we'll be having a conversation about one of these topics and we'd love you to get involved. So I will be back again on Monday. No, I'll be back on Friday and then I'll be back on Monday and then I'll be back on Wednesday and then I'll be back on Friday. You can never get rid of me. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday and I'll see you soon. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production. 